0: Carl Nelson, Carl Nelson and Bev Smith, Beth. News Talk 1450 AM WOL, At 95.9 FM. The views and opinions of the following show do not necessarily reflect the views and
1: opinions of News Talk 1450 WOL, Radio One Incorporated or their management.
2: attorney Ethel Mitchell, and I want to welcome you, uh, welcome you back if you've been listening already, uh, and welcome you if you just tuned in. This is the second part of Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. The program starts at 8.30, and now from 9 to 10, we're going to talk with two other attorneys, uh, attorney Melanie Lee and attorney Sharisa. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, O'Neill. uh, both of them are Howard graduates, Howard undergraduate graduates, uh, and um, uh, lawyers uh, who work in the DMV area. I asked Melanie to come back on. She was on April 7th. And during that discussion, uh, we got into talking about air property. Um, Today, when we, yesterday when we talked, though in preparation for today, she introduced me to Attorney O'Neill, um, uh, and and she, Attorney O'Neill was, was kind enough to come back on, to talk about Title. Uh, She has her own title company. In fact, why don't... uh, Attorney O'Neill? I want you to say the name of your title company again and its contact information. I want to say it several times so that people who are realtors and others who are selling or buying property can learn about your title company, okay?
3: Yes, thank you. It's Milestone Title, Mm -hmm. and we're located in Largo, Maryland in Prince George's County. Okay. and we're right near the boulevard at cap center our number is 301 400 and you can reach us on the web at milestone title com.
2: all right very good very good and i'm going to give that out again because a lot of times people are looking for settlement companies and um, uh, they don't always know which ones are in their neighborhoods or which ones, you know, are, are available. So, let's let's um, uh, get started. Both of you ladies um, are, are very familiar with the difficulties that clients have who own property and particularly, I mean, you know, property that they own with other people, okay? So, let's... Kind of jump right into air property, what we call air property. Maybe Melanie, attorney Melanie Lee. Why don't you first tell us, because you you talked about this April 7th, and I want to encourage everybody to go to LawTalkWithEthelMitchell.com and listen to our program with Attorney Melanie Lee, because she she covered quite a few issues that come up uh, in this area of the law. It's very, very important. So, Attorney Lee, tell us a little bit about what we call air property. What are we talking about?
4: Absolutely. Thank you, Ethel, again, for having um, us back on um, I believe we were actually got on the topic of airship property in response to one of your callers. Um, the caller was asking about ways in which property uh, people receive property in the state of Virginia, and there's typically only a couple ways you can receive property. One is of course by deed; you can purchase, and deeds can be signed over so you receive the property. People can receive property uh, by court order, so a judge can go to, can actually. No sign and um, and you can title property. Another way people receive property is of course um by inheritance or intestate. So often what happens is, you know, mom dies and leaves black acre. Um mm-hmm. ble- mom has two children and because mom does not have a will, black acre goes through by state law, automatically belo- then belongs to those two children.
2: Okay, let black- me explain, let let yep. me explain to the audience. Black Acre is the name that lawyers give to land, okay? That's just, that's just a general, in, in all throughout law school in our textbook, when we're talking about land, we call it Black Acre, okay? So when she says Black Acre, she's talking about it could be any kind of land, okay? All right, go on, Melanie.
4: And so the land actually transfers to um, the two children, you know, through the fact mom did not have a will, but because those were her sole heirs or her only heirs. Mm -hmm. And let's say the children don't do anything with that property. They pass away and they have two children. So the property actually goes to now, it belongs to the four grandchildren of mom because no one had a will at that point. So the property just drops again like a rock. Mm -hmm. Property always has a title owner.
2: Always. Always. Yes, that's something people need to understand. Somebody owns that property. Somebody owns every square inch of this country. Okay, remember that. And it's a public record. Okay, it may take you a little digging to find, but it is a public record somewhere. All right? Go on.
4: So, unfortunately, now we are 50 years from, we're now 40 years from mom's death, and now the grandchildren pass away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And grandchildren don't have wills, or either maybe some of them do by this point. But then all of that title property that they have now gets divided again. Mm-hmm. Um, then finally, someone in the family, believe, who believes that they've been paying the taxes, um, and as we talked about on the last program, paying taxes is not a is not a sign of ownership. It has nothing to do with who owns the property.
5: Right, and that's so. And
4: then they want to clear the property. We have to go all the way back to the last deed where mom owned the property.
2: Okay, very good, very good, and that's what we commonly call heir property. That's, and that's very common, very, very common. Uh, I
4: asked Carissa to join us today, Ethel, because there were so many questions from your viewers about how title gets cleared. You know, what do you do in those situations? And she's a title guru and expert and actually who we use, even in Richmond, Virginia, who I call on.
2: Oh, that's excellent. she uh,
3: like that come up.
2: Okay, so, attorney and over
3: here. Com- yes, ma'am, I wanted to comment on what Melanie said just to, to, for clarity. Oftentimes... Folks will believe that by law, because the property transfers to them as heir property, that there's nothing else that they have to do with an automatic transfer, and that's not true. If mom passes with or without a will, an estate still needs to be opened. Someone needs to be named personal representative of that estate in order to actually sign the deed over to the children.
5: Okay. And
3: there are times that folks believe that mom added someone to the deed or that mom and dad held the title as tenants by the entirety. And when we pull the actual deed, we see it's not so and an estate has to be open. Okay. And so that's another piece. It's not an automatic transfer in Maryland indeed. Deed, an actual deed has to be signed and in order to do that, to have authority to do that a personal representative needs to be appointed
2: that's a very very important point especially in D.C. and Maryland Virginia is a little bit different but in D.C. Yeah. and Maryland it is critical that there be a personal representative to sign an actual deed and that's the next thing I find a lot of people sometimes they actually open the estate and then attorney O'Neill's, they never do the deed from the estate to the people that's supposed to get the property. Because I find myself having to reopen estates a lot, especially in D.C., to get the authority to appoint somebody. Because sometimes the personal representative has died, and now you've got to get somebody else to be the personal representative. Get them appointed and then do a deed and it's a real hassle. It's not as difficult in Maryland. Maryland is much easier to get a new personal representative appointed, at least in my experience it is. Uh, D.C. is much more difficult um, and and it's it can be a hassle, it can be long, and it can be expensive. Tell me, uh, Attorney O'Neill, and, and Miss Joyce, I know that you're ha- you're holding on. One of the callers from the 8:30 program had a question for you all, but I want to get this 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 information out first, and then we'll come back and answer uh, um, uh, phone calls, you know, questions about it. Um, uh, Attorney O'Neill, as a title company, do you help people clear title, it's called? Uh, and, And when I say clear title, I mean get the title from the dead person to the people who are alive. We do. We do.
3: And there are many instances where we need help from probate attorneys such as yourself and Melanie Lee to assist us in doing that. Because what can happen is, for instance, we have um, mom and dad on on the title, dad passes away, years later, mom passes away, and there, well, dad passes away, years later, mom passes away, and there was no will Mm -hmm. um and so then we have the children are now deceased in in the way that melanie explained now we have grandchildren trying to figure out title to the property so we'll do a family tree we'll go down the line we'll ask them to provide death certificates for us and we will assist them until the point that they need to open an estate and then we Call on
2: your Melanie I see okay, okay so that's good to know that's good to know because I have quite a few you know clients that have property in especially in Virginia uh, that I have encouraged to please get that title straight and it's nice to know so you do work in virginia as well is that correct
5: yep we do okay. yep.
3: we're DC, maryland and virginia and then melanie handles our closings that are down in
5: richmond
2: very good very good now suppose there is a describe for my audience what happens when one person or maybe two people have been paying the taxes on the property what does that mean in terms of ownership because that happens a lot
3: It does, it does if a property goes to tax sale. So what happens, and and folks need to beware, especially our elders, that when property is owned free and clear, there are times that folks may forget to pay property taxes or may not be able to afford to pay them. And you'll have these other folks, there are businesses out there, and specifically what they do is search uh, the tax records and pay property taxes for delinquent property taxes on homes where taxes have not been paid when they do that they then own what's called a tax certificate and at one point they can actually foreclose the right of redemption is what it's called on that tax sales certificate to foreclose on that property so we have seen many a time our elders' property being taken from them in tax sales um, because taxes weren't paid. And so it's really important for those of us that have elders that know that there's, there's property um, to be sure that we're paying taxes on that land. Okay. Now, there are some instances where you'll have, you know, and we have just family disputes, unfortunately, between siblings. So we'll have an elder that's passed um, they've aired the property to the children one of the children has been you know paying the property taxes let's say they paid you know part of the mortgage during mom's life Um, they contributed a lot towards payment on the home whereas some of the other children may not have
2: yeah what happens then what happens then
3: there are times where you can actually as long as you have receipts if the property's being sold you can submit your receipts to the court to be reimbursed for all of your payments so it's very important to keep records of the mortgage payments that you've made the tax payments that you made if you've done any repairs on the property keeping record and receipts so that if the property gets sold um, that you can get reimbursed for your expense
2: Okay, so do you have to be in court, though, to get reimbursed for those expenses? Um, Oh,
3: usually you do.
2: Yeah. Um, Mm
3: -hmm. Unless there's a situation where your siblings are being fair and there's no dispute. Usually, there's some there's some dispute, and the courts um, are getting involved, or get attorneys involved. for both parties are getting involved.
2: Right, right. And I keep telling people, you've got to protect property. You cannot just let it go. You cannot just hope that your sibling will be fair, and 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 you know, because they may think they did the same thing that you did or what they did was worth the same thing that you did. And so you shouldn't, you don't deserve any more or whatever. People have all kinds of reasons yeah. for doing things, you know, it's really, really yeah. important. Um, do we have time to take Ms. Joyce? No, we got to take a break. Okay. We got to take a break right now. And then when we come back, we'll take Ms. Joyce's, uh, 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 uh question. Okay. And then we'll continue with the conversation. Thank you. We'll be right back.
5: Yeah. I mean,
1: to the most powerful voice at Talk Radio,
2: 1450
1: WOF, where information is power
6: is Reality Radio, June is Black Music Month. And as we celebrate, I would like to recognize my friend Deanna Williams, a member of the Radio 1 Philadelphia market, Kenny Gamble, one of the greatest songwriters and music producers of our time, and former Philadelphia Congressman Chaka Fata. Their efforts resulted in the national recognition of June as Black Music Month by President Jimmy Carter in 1979, and the passing of legislation officially recognizing the month and the economic and cultural impact of black music worldwide in 2000. The reality is, because of their vision and commitment, our contribution to the global musical landscape is recognized every year. So this Black Music Month, we say thank you to the founders and all of you who create and broadcast great black music. This is Reality Radio with Kathy Hughes. What's your reality? What's your reality?
1: Oh my gosh, that was crazy! Universal Circus crazy deals just got crazier this Friday for two hours only from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Get your Universal Circus 1850 crazy deal tickets without any fee. Only at the Prince George's County Administrative Building. It's crazy. You can't make it to the Prince George's County Administrative Building this Friday from 12 to 2 p.m. for the two-hour no-fee special. No worries. You can still get the Crazy Deals 1850 special at UniversalCircus.com. Only while supplies last. UniversalCircus.com.
0: Want the inside scoop on doing business with Metro? Join us June 20th from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m at the Washington Convention Center. For the inaugural Back to Business Procurement Fair, speak with project managers, learn about upcoming opportunities, network with federal, state, and local government agency officials. For more details on how opportunity rides with Metro at the Back to Business Fair, visit www.backtobusinessfair.eventbrite.com.
6: You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air.
3: Uh, hi Leanne. Long time listener, first time caller. Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls off the air?
2: Is this Carl?
3: Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates, everything was great, I thought.
2: Uh, Well, you know,
6: when you switch to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance.
7: Okay, awesome.
8: You should call them. I will.
1: GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer.
8: Hey, Radio 1 listeners. As a part of Mayor Bowser's June Housing Bloom Celebration, the D.C. Department of Housing and Community Development and Greater Washington Urban League are hosting the ninth Annual D.C. Housing Expo and Home Show on June 24th. If you are looking to buy or rent a home, need home improvement, or want to start a small business, this is the place for you. This is one of the D.C. area's largest housing and community development expos with over 100 experts on hand for workshops and demonstrations for everyone. Topics include home ownership Tips, free credit reports and credit counseling, aging and placing planning, teen financial literacy, small business strategies, and even healthy cooking tips. Mark your calendars for Saturday, June 24th at the Washington Convention Center, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. for DC's 9th annual housing expo and home show. It's free and will have great prizes and giveaways. For details, visit dhcd.dc.gov 2017 expo.
0: Your 1450 95.9 FM 959. Listen Thursdays from 1230
5: to 1 p.m. On News Talk 14-19. Welcome back.
2: Welcome back to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. I'm your host, Attorney Ethel Mitchell. And uh, we're talking about air property. We're talking about title and how do you get... When we say clear title as, as attorneys, we're talking about... Title to property that doesn't have any liens, that's clean, uh, meaning that you can mortgage it, you can sell it, it's yours. Uh, you can have a mortgage on it, but there's no, you know, no kind of problem with the, the ownership of the property. Um, Miss Miss Joyce has been on the air on the phone for a long time. She was she called earlier this morning and she has a question about title. Uh, thank you very much for for holding on, uh, uh, Ms. Joyce. Can you repeat your question about title uh, for our two experts that are on the air?
6: Yes, I'd like to know uh, if if the granddaughter has her has
3: something set up since she's paying all her student loans off, and had uh, can
4: I still put her on the the property
2: deed? No, she wants to put her granddaughter on her deed. I told her there's some. Problems with that? I mean, she can do it, but what are what are the what are the potential traps for that if she wants to do that? You all. She has her. She what has her. Go on, attorney Lee, or is that attorney O'Neill? No, this
3: was attorney O'Neill. Um, okay. One of the things is. It, it if your do- When your granddaughter goes to purchase her own home one day, um, she will not be able to receive um, a first-time homebuyer exemption if she's purchasing in the state of Maryland. I'm not sure what state you're in. Um, so that's one thing that would be a negative for your granddaughter when she goes to purchase one day. And, you know, mm-hmm. when I talk to people about adding adding someone to a deed i really want to know what the purpose is um, and to see if there's another way to meet that goal without actually having to add them
5: to the deed.
3: yeah yeah i would
4: just piggyback on what um attorney o'neill said um joyce if you could share you know what well, if, even if you don't share on the air I think talking to counsel, as Attorney O'Ne- O'Neill noted, to find out what goals do you really have in that purchase? Because often there are better ways to accomplish, um, with, um, accomplish your goals without some of the negative side effects of joint. We call that joint tenancy when people own things together. Um, and on my website, I even have a report called The Problems of Joint Tenancy.
2: Oh, that's good. Um, Give out your you, website, please, Attorney Lee.
4: Um, It's www.mleelaw, and there's a section called Reports at the top, and we have about 40 different types of reports on different areas that deal with estate planning. Um, And one of those is the problems with joint tenancy. So, you know, really talking, whether it's today on the air or, you know, sitting down with counsel and figuring out what goal you're trying to accomplish, as Attorney O'Neill indicated, what do you want to do? What's the purpose in adding granddaughter? Um, I want to
3: make sure. She wants to make sure she gets the house in Washington, D.C. She wants to make sure she gets and she wants to be on the the deed with me. She lives with me.
4: Yeah, revocable trust would actually do that a lot easier. If something happens to you, she's going to receive the property. You know, what is she concerned about taking the property? Another issue which... So I know does a a lot of this work as an you know does works in elder law, but by doing that, if you were to by adding granddaughter to it, if you were to ever need help from the state or need care, um, that won't protect the property. So, um, you know there are other ways to accomplish that. Now the other thing is if granddaughter is going to assist in the purchase of the property, she's going to provide value. Um, The property will indeed be hers now in the sense that she's going to live there then you know as a, um then she's becoming a homeowner now so as attorney O'Neill noted before you know she won't be a first time home buyer later <laughs> she's actually going to own but that is not typically what you know we typically see as attorneys with individuals adding people that are younger or the younger generation they're adding them because they're concerned about them having something in the future not that the person's going to you know purchase the property and.
2: Um. And I was concerned that if the granddaughter marries, I've seen uh, spouses go after property that, uh, although they're not supposed to if you get it from your family, but I have seen divorces when the spouse will say, I want half of that because, you know, my wife owns it or my husband owns a part of it. Uh, And if you have their name on it, to say nothing of their creditors will definitely go after it. I had a a lady in my office this week who was talking about someone that she knew who put her daughter on her deed. And the daughter turned around a few years later and sued the mother to partition because she wanted the value of her interest in the house, in money, and actually took her mother to court. To, to force the mother to give her half of the value of the house then so it's and then it's keep
3: this in mind too when you have a joint tenant situation um, the daughter could mortgage the property without your knowing and and that severs the tenancy and creates the tenants in common um, in addition if there are any debts liens or judgments that come against your daughter, those can attach to the property. Uh, We had a situation with um, a woman who recently was married, added her husband to title, and she owned the property free and clear. They were no longer together. He received a $46,000 tax lien. When Mm. she sold her house, although they weren't together, she had to pay that tax.
2: That's right. That happens a lot. And I tell, I tell people who are married, who are marrying for the first time, uh, whether, whatever time it is, don't rush to put the spouse's name on your deed. Because if it doesn't last, you can't force them to take their name off the deed. You really can't. Every once in a while, a court might order them to do so, them to take their name off the deed. You really can't. Every once in a while, a court might order them to do so, but often that is in return for you paying them money if they do order them to do so. I have several clients where they put the spouse's name on the deed, the marriage didn't last, and literally for years thereafter, they're the only one paying the mortgage, and... The the spouses, are the former spouse, even after they get a divorce, just refuses to take their name off the deed. They're just kind of laying in wait for the person to die. And when they die, they're going to swoop in and take half the proceeds on the sale of the house. So be careful. Be careful. Come in. Let's talk, uh, Ms. Joyce, and, and, and see if there's another way to accomplish the same thing to make sure that she gets it. Okay?
5: Thank
2: you. Okay, you're quite welcome. We're going to take another break and then we'll be back.
0: 1450 WOL. Listen Thursdays from 1230 to 1 p.m. on News Talk 1450 and 95.9 WOL to Living Health Live with hosts, Doctors Tom and Stephanie Cheney. Living Health Live is an informative half-hour show focusing on natural health that will help you take control of your life. Topics range from diabetes reversal to alternatives to surgery and painkiller-like stem cell treatment and all aspects of interactive health care. We welcome experts in to present the latest in alternative health care. Living Health Live is your show for your health. Thursdays from 1230 to 1 p.m on News Talk 1450 and 95.9 WOL.
5: The live
0: recording of the TV show Grown Folks Dancing, and you are invited. Calling all line dancers from Maryland, Virginia, D.C., Delaware, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey represent. Show off your group or step. You can even bring your own pieces. You've seen the show on TV. Now be a part of it. Show your skills and just have fun. Proper attire required. No blue jeans, t-shirts, or athletic gear. Dress like Grown Folks and come on out. For well, more info, call 443 That's 443-857-2771. It's the live recording of the TV show Grown Folks Dancing, and you are invited. This is Moon Maine Be sure to join us, the folks in the, of this and every month, at the American Legion, located at
1: 905 Sligo Avenue in Silver Spring, Maryland. We're hand dancing, we're hand dancing, we're line dancing. We also have dance classes, dance classes. For more information, four four three 857 2771 we seven seven one. We'll hang dancing. We're hand dancing. Are you being denied credit or paying high interest rates because of a bad credit score? Now you can get the credit score you need to get the things you want, from credit cards to a new car or a new home. And all it takes is just one call to the credit lifeline. Our proven process can remove late payments, charge-offs, even collections, liens, and bankruptcies that are destroying your credit score. Imagine watching your credit score soar and never being denied credit again. We've helped thousands restore their credit and boost their credit scores to get the things they could only dream about. And we can do it for you. No matter how bad your credit score, we can help raise it fast. And with our online tracking system, you can monitor your credit improvement daily. Rescue your credit now and call 800-637-3854. There's no long-term contracts and no big upfront fees. Less than $20 gets you started back to a great credit score. For your free evaluation, call 800-637-3854. 800-637-3854. 800-637-3854. 800-637-3854. 800-637-3854.
0: From your corner of the block to your corner of the world, let, let your, your voice be heard. heard. WOL News Talk 1450 AM 95.9 FM and worldwide. WOL.
5: Welcome
2: Welcome back. This is attorney Ethel Mitchell. You're listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. Uh, we are having a very good and informative discussion with attorney Melanie Lee of Richmond, Virginia, attorney O'Neill, I don't want to crucify your name, uh, <laughs> of Milestone Title. Uh, and we're talking about title uh, to property, uh, how, what, are the, what are the things that you have to do to get it clear and and how important it is i do want to say something though to miss joyce if she's still listening and to all my audience understand something very clearly lawyers work for you so if we give you advice even after listening to everything that we've said you come back and say but i want to put my granddaughter's name on my deed unless we have any reason to believe that you are being unduly influenced And I don't want to get into that right now, but, but, uh, you know, unless we have reason to believe that, the lawyer is to do what you say for us to do as long as it's not illegal or we think it's really in your worst interest. So, you know, if you decide that that's what you want to do, you have a right to ask a lawyer to do that. So I just want to make that clear because sometimes people forget that it's your property, it's your life, you know more than we do about your life and why you want to do something, and and so, you know, we take our ultimate direction from you, although we are obligated to tell you the pitfalls of the course of action that you want to pursue. Uh, so I just, I kind of wanted to put that in, because sometimes, you know, lawyers can be very forceful, and it's important for us to make it clear to you that you are the ultimate authority because it's your property and it it's your your business, okay? Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, Melanie and and um, uh, uh, Sarissa, pronounce your name for me, please. I don't want to kill it again. No, it's okay. It's Carissa. Carissa with a K. All right, Carissa. Uh-huh. Talk to me and talk to my audience a little bit more about other issues that you see, especially you, Carissa, that comes up in terms of title uh, and, 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 and ownership of land.
3: There, there are certain instances where I explain that just because something may be legal doesn't necessarily mean it's insurable. And this comes up a lot because, as a t- as a title insurance company, what we're doing is we're making sure that the land is insurable and that, what does
2: that someone mean? purchases What, what does insurability mean?
3: insurability So, if, for example, there was a I'm trying to think of a good example, and and um. An, 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 um A notary, let's say that the deed um, 20 years ago wasn't notarized properly or there's a date missing, and we check the book, and um, even though there was um, a small inconsistency in the notary, um, the deed itself may still be a legal document. However, the title insurance company may not be willing to take the risk in insuring that deed without some sort of assurance from a prior um, insurance policy.
2: Okay. Um, Why don't you explain to my audience what does a title company do? What does it mean to have title insurance? And why do you want to have title insurance?
3: What we do... Is when we when so I'll just I'll just give a, a quick little brief um a, a brief synopsis. Right.
2: Because so for most people they just they go to settlement. They tell you you have to have a title company, yep. and so it's just an additional charge, and you you yep. pay it and that's it. I mean, yep. what are you doing? Why 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 do you exist? What is that all about?
3: Well, we're checking deeds and liens and records back 60 years, and we're making sure that for the last 60 years, every deed that transferred, every name is there, every signature is there. We're making sure there are no liens or judgments or bankruptcies or foreclosure that may have happened improperly. So we're checking all of the records for the past 60 years to make sure that there's nothing that could come up that could challenge your ownership interest in the property. For example, a fraud or a forgery on a deed. We have seen those time and time again where um, a name has been forged on a deed and we're comparing signatures and, you know, sometimes it jumps out at us and it's very clear. Other times, not so much. Uh, the courthouse can make um, make errors um, with their with their filing and their recordings. There have been liens that may not have been recorded in time, um, and so there. Are, you know, I, I always use the story of a wife is traveling out of the country. She comes back. Um, her name's been forged on a deed you now own the property, you think you do because you now have this deed and it's in your name, but just because you have the document doesn't eliminate any equitable interest that someone else could have in your property. So that woman whose name was was forged on that deed, still has an interest in that property. And, you know, 10 times out of 10, she's going to want a a financial payout. Well, when you have a title insurance policy, the title insurance company pays everything on your behalf. Um, So all your out-of-pocket expenses are taken care of. Anything to pay that person that has a right or claim in your property is going to be reimbursed.
9: Oh, that's really Uh, useful. There's a
3: major... it really is there's a major issue that happened with us several years back there was a gentleman who sold a property using milestone title eight days later he sold that same property to someone else using oh, a different
2: my property.
3: had they not had title insurance Imagine the expense of hiring an attorney to figure that out for you. So that person's lender that purchased second was paid back in full, and then he was paid any out-of-pocket expenses that he incurred. So it was as if the transaction never occurred at all. Had he not had a title insurance policy, I have no idea what that would have looked
8: like.
2: Wow. Wow. That's huge. That is huge. Now tell me, we know that we have title insurance when you have a mortgage. Can private persons who are transferring property or maybe somebody is just putting a property into somebody else's name, into a trust or into, you know, among family, is it possible to get title insurance for that? Or do you you search title for individuals just to, I mean, do you give like a paper that says this title is clean? I mean... what we services do, so do there
3: you are offer instances. to private people? Mm-hmm. So, th- th- so thank you. That's a good question. So we do. And so there are times that folks will come to us and want to see what's on title because they're unsure. And so we can run a title search. We can get clear title for them. And then if it's um, a, fami- a direct familiar transfer, that original owner's policy, let's say for mom, will transfer to their, to their heirs. now if you're transferring to a cousin or to an independent party um, that's not in your direct family line then they would have to purchase a title policy and in order to do so we have to do that full title search to make sure title is clear and then the policy would be based on the value of the home because when you purchase there are two policies there's a lender's policy and there's an owner's policy that lender's policy only protects the lender in order for the owner to be protected, they have to purchase their own property.
2: And that's and something a lot of times they, people, settlement companies, don't tell people that they can no. pay an additional amount and get owner's policy as well as lender policy. And I try, I yeah, try to tell my clients when you are purchasing at least, you want to have an owner's policy, not just a lender's policy.
3: Because people are under the misconception that that lender's policy affords them some sort of protection, and it doesn't mm-hmm.
2: at all. It mm-hmm. only
3: protects
5: the lender.
2: Yeah, and, and, and if you're in a closing for a relatively small amount additional, you get your own protection, which is important as well. Um, I had an instance recently, this is Attorney Ethel Mitchell talking to those who may have just... Uh, called in, we're having a discussion with the title company and uh, uh, with with an attorney that owns the title company and an attorney that does estate planning, as I do as well. I had a situation where uh, back in 2007, I think it was 10 years ago, we had transferred a property from a person to their revocable trust. Now, of course, there was no problem there, but when and then the person died. And when the heirs went to sell the property, the title company for the lender of the purchaser discovered that one, which was unusual, this property had never been outside of their family since 1841, which was fascinating. And two, that there was an issue with one, some heir a long time ago, it wasn't a fight, it was just like there was some problem in in the probate court record some kind of way. And um, the title company for that recommended that maybe going forward we should have a title search done by a title company. Is that a good idea, you think, um, Carissa? What what do you think about just when you're getting ready to transfer into a trust? Is that something, unless there's an issue that you know about, would that be worthwhile, you think, for clients? Oh, definitely, definitely, because they're
3: like you never know until you actually pull title to see what's happened. Because again, like I um, mentioned a bit earlier, individuals can do things to encumber the property and not make their family aware of it. Ah. So, you know, there are things that family members can do by getting loans out on their own, by securing that property to other property or to other items that you wouldn't know unless you actually did a full title search. And then securing that property to other property or to other items that you wouldn't know unless you actually did a full title search. Mm-hmm. And, as, to, to full title search. Mm-hmm. and as much as we want to believe and trust our family and, and, and to, to, be, to be honest and upfront, sometimes People just forget sometimes people don't realize that the solar panels become a lien on the property or that the you know extension that they did for the sunroom becomes a lien on the property some folks don't really realize I um, it was always good to see because they could have deeded you know they could have gotten into um, an interesting relationship and decided to deed their interest over to someone else and you wouldn't know unless you did the
2: title just search the title search also um, I assume if some if there's a mechanics lien on the property because mm-hmm. sometimes people will come to me and say, "Miss Mitchell, I don't know if there's a mechanics lien or if there's a tax lien or something like that. And I always say, you've got to get a title company to to work with, to, to tell you, you know, that's not something I I would do. Um, yeah, that's important. And on
3: average, title searches, you know, because some folks are, you know, concerned with cost, oftentimes a title search can be anywhere from $250 to three hundred and fifty dollars just depending on the amount of work that needs to be done exactly. um, and that's just a range on a simple you know a, a simple transaction when there's not a, a lot going on so okay. it's not really that expensive when you have the peace of mind to know what's going on with your property
2: and when you do that you're, you're saying this title is either clear or this is what we found when we did the search is, yep. is there there's no insurance connected with that though correct okay okay we have a caller on the line uh janet from district heights can i help you
9: oh hi i think maybe you just answered my question about the uh title searches that come later down the line uh five years later ten years later you can't get insurance at that time The insurance is to be purchased at the time of the sale transfer or whatever
2: uh, I think we lost our callers. Just a moment, Miss Janet, just a minute. Um, Carissa's minutes.
9: back. Oh, uh, Carissa?
2: Okay, Carissa, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 did you hear the question? Can you repeat the question, Miss Janet, please? Okay, this was a, um, a title question. Um, after you've had your t-
9: a title was searched many years after the sale. And as far as I know, and it came up, uh, there was nothing, nothing could be found, no liens or what. But at that time, it's too late to get insurance. Insurance is to be gotten at the time of a sale. I think you just answered that question.
2: Well, Carissa, I I think what she's asking is, if you didn't have insurance before, can you get insurance after you purchase or after you sell? Yes, you can. Okay, so you can go back even after you've purchased the property.
9: Many years ago.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, because that happens. We tell, you know,
3: sometimes there are folks at closing, and for whatever reason, someone's advised them not to get a title policy to, you know, save a couple hundred dollars or what have you. Um, But you can always come back after. We can do the full title search, and then we can issue a title policy on the value at the time. Oh,
9: oh, and I was so was... just the opposite, you know, that uh, I did the search, nothing was found, but no policy was issued. And maybe I didn't ask because a lot of times the public, we don't know all the questions to ask.
2: That's right? why we have the program. That's yeah. exactly why we have the program, to to tell you these ah. things, okay? Yeah. To tell so you I'll, these I'll, things. I'll, so I can go
9: back to her uh, I'm in well, Prince I'm, Georges County, so I can I
2: go back you know Yeah, or you oh, can yes, call man. Carissa. Would you it just give makes you me so nervous? You <laughs> give, yeah. Carissa, why don't you give her your phone number and your the name of your company? Maybe I you think can, I got it when she said it, but she can give okay, it. Okay, okay. Give it out again and give your it website. out again. Yeah, please. So if people have okay. questions like that they can call you.
3: Milestone title and it's three oh one four five nine 0400.
9: I just had one other question. Uh, When a, um, I guess, not the real estate, but the clerks of the counties do uh, something and they say on the document, no title search was done, Well, how can they uh, do all of the transfer of name and whatnot and not do a title search? No title search was done. It happens a lot, so in these instances where we, um, and
3: I have done it, so I have done it on a deed where someone wants to do a deed transfer, adding someone to title. They right. want to add their spouse or a sibling or their child, and we have the conversation that there are other ways to go about it, and they still decide that they want to do a deed um, to make sure that we're all protected and that it's clear at the top of that deed it will say this deed was prepared without the benefit of a full title search.
5: Yeah, I that do that all the time.
3: Yep, they didn't want to pay to have a 60-year search done, so what we did was based it on the last deed that was recorded, and we just make note that a full title search wasn't done, but they still wanted to do this deed transfer. And again, remember that they're transferring whatever interest that they own. If anyone else out there has, you know, any equitable interest in that property, it doesn't do away with them. That's why getting a full search is so important.
2: Yes. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, we have to take one more break and then we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Power Talk 4 is back Friday, June 23rd and Saturday, June 24th at the Metropolitan AME Church, 1518 M Street, Northwest. And this year's honoree of the Freedom Fighter Award is none other than Dick Gregory. Make your plans now to see Dr. Claude Anderson, David Banner, Tony Browder, Dr. Umar Johnson, and more. Hosted by WOL's Carl Nelson and presented by Carl and Rock Newman Gibraltar Promotions. For hotel, vendor, and ticket information, go to www.powertalkseries.com.
7: One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is
1: A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care
7: of Eric's problem. I owe $15,000, and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima
1: Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
7: Are you addicted to drugs or alcohol? Even if you think you might have a problem, call this number right now for free information. 800-610-4417 That's 800-610-4417 By calling the addiction rehab specialist, you're taking the first steps to recovery. Their advisors are ready to match you with a proven five-star facility right now. A call is free and the information is free. 800-610-4417 The federal government says you can have up to 90 days off work for treatment. And if you have insurance through your employer, it could mean little to no cost to you. This free call is completely confidential. Seriously, pick up the phone and call us now. Our advisors are standing by. 800-610-4417. 800-610-4417. That's 800-610-4417. 800-610-4417. Addiction Rehab Specialists is a network of independent treatment centers and placement services nationwide.
4: And LaToya Foster, check us out on the Power Block every Saturday morning live at 10 a.m. on WOL,
6: where information is power. Tell us what to expect on the Power Block. On the
4: Power Block, you come here to find information, resources, services, phenomenal personalities. The who's who are dropping by. They're all hanging out on the block. Power
0: Block. Power Block, damn it. (laughs) (laughs)
5: 95.9
0: this is wol news talk 1450 a.m and 95.9 fm
5: 959
2: welcome back uh we're going into the last part of law talk with ethel mitchell we've had a wonderful program today please do go to the website Uh, And we're going to post this program within a week uh, or two at the most. Uh, Go to LawTalkWithEthelMitchell.com. We're going to put the uh, links to uh, the websites of the ladies who are our guests today, Attorney Melanie Lee and Attorney Carissa O'Neill, milestone title. Uh, You can go to our program at LawTalkWithEthelMitchell.com for April 7th and you will see Attorney Melanie Lee's uh, picture and program and link to her website where she has a lot of really good information. We'll be posting uh, the same thing also about Attorney Carissa O'Neill and Milestone Title. Uh, Please do sign up when you go to our website so that we can increase our numbers. I'm told by my marketing people that that's what we're supposed to do. And you can also get uh, we just send out something once a week that says who we're having as guests and what the topics are. This is attorney Ethel Mitchell. Um, the name of my company is Wills and Trust, LLC. My phone number is 240-638-2828. 240-638-2828. Attorney Melanie Lee is 804-204-1500. You can call either of us for estate planning assistance. Uh, Will's Trust and Estate Planning. Melanie is based in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, And of course you can call Attorney Carissa O'Neill of Milestone Title and she can help you with your title issues. Uh, Her phone number is 301-459-0400. We're very close to uh, the end of the program. It went quickly as it always does. Attorney uh, Lee, can you give us some parting advice that you'd like to have the audience keep in mind uh, with reference to their properties and you know estate planning in general and so forth please? Attorney Lee, are you there? Hello? Hello Attorney Lee, are you there? hear me yeah now I can hear you now I okay. can hear you yes I'm okay. sorry. Th- Thank you
4: um, I would just um, further highlight what um, um, Carissa, attorney Carissa O'Neill shared earlier about um, making sure and um, that your property is you know properly titled and not let it go to the next generation and also what you highlighted attorney Mitchell just making sure that property must be protected you can't mm-hmm. but we see all three of us I think in our different practices, See a lot of land, which is wealth, being uh, lost. Yes. Communities because people don't take care of these issues.
2: Yeah. Having yeah.
4: proper estate planning and putting things in place is so critically important.
2: It really is, and and it makes such a difference when you've done the work. You know, because you can't take it with you. I don't care what you say, you can't take it with you. So when you do the the estate planning work, it is so much better for your family, and it gives you peace of mind that I don't find hardly anything else does. People often will say when they sign their documents and they walk out the office, God, I feel better about this. I really do. And then they can go on and live their lives because I say, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to die right away. It just means that that's been taken care of, you know. Um, Attorney O'Neill, talk to us about title and your title company. What would you like to say to my audience? Is attorney no, on you. Yes. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, I'm here just okay. as a reminder to, you know, it may, it's always a good idea to go back through your records, you know, check your deed, go back through and revisit your will. Um, you know, just to make sure yeah. that everything is in place as you would have it be. You know, not forgetting to pay your property taxes, you know, being mindful when you get knocks on the doors for people trying to purchase your property that there's value there.
2: So come Lots and talk of to on a,
3: about what you can do um, to protect your your wealth. It's really about wealth creation and protection, and there are ways to do that. So that you know, if you're fearful that your you know your your daughter may not be the one that wants to um, continue to build what you have, but maybe your grandchild. So there are ways through those trusts that you can protect your your, your property. Yes. Because as Melanie said, so much of our land is being just given away, mm-hmm. and and i know that oftentimes our ancestors are just kind of looking back at like wow if i would have done something more to protect this property it would have stayed in the family
2: yes yes and be realistic about who's who's responsible and who's not a yes. lot, you know you can love somebody to death but if they're not responsible don't don't leave them solely in charge okay you can still protect their title interests if you'd like but you don't make sure when it comes to money and land that you leave in charge people who are going to be responsible with it, okay? Um, You've been listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. This is attorney Ethel Mitchell.